Hello, I'm Alex Ross and welcome back to another episode of Why Am I Like This? How are we all this week? I hope you're having a lovely week. I'm having a, a so-so week. You know one of those weeks where it's just, it's not, it's not working out. Just, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this week. It's just been like that. It's just been one thing after another this this week. My week started off, I was like, right, I'll go get my second jab. I'll go to a walk-in buzzing I was actually buzzing eight weeks get me there get that needle in my arm boy was buzzing got there I got all the way to the front of the queue go through it all sitting down the woman is she's like sitting there she is ready she's tippity typing my details into the ipad I'm like yes get that sleeve rolled up my guy and then she's like oh I cannot give you this jab because You are one day away from eight weeks. One day. If I had turned up that evening at 12pm on the dot, I would have been able to get my job. Uh, It was a little heartbreaking and then I had to do a full walk of shame. Full walk of shame through the whole hall. Everyone looking at me. I don't don't actually think they were looking at me. I think they were probably just busy getting their jabs. They have much more interesting things going on, but it felt like that. It felt like a Ken and Pitch Perfect where she's, like, dragging the chair as she's walking away. That's how I felt. I felt very distressed. And then I was just like, I don't know when I'm going to fit this in again. And the woman was like, oh, we're also moving. There's going to be a different place. And I was like, great. I don't know when I'm going to fit this in. The one day was very panicking. But the nurse I had was lovely, and she was like, if it was up to me, you know... I don't see an issue with it, but, you know, the big guys, the the top dogs, not into it. So, not her fault. She was really nice, very helpful. However, still was really annoying. And then I was, like, going home and going past all these posters. It's like, do yourself a favour and get the jab. And I was like, I fucking tried! I tried, but I was one day out! It was very, very annoying. So, at some point, I'm going to have to go do that again. Don't know when I'm going to fit that in, but, you know, (laughs) that's how it's going. And since then, it's just been... It's just been one of those weeks. I was at work the other night um, hosting pub quiz and the middle of it, literally like four or five questions in and the laptop decided to turn itself off. He said, see ya, not here for it tonight, not feeling it, not liking these questions, I'm out. Just turned itself off. So that was really good, had to be like, um, you know, entertain yourselves for a hot minute here, troops, I've got no questions for you. I was just, it was just that one thing after another this week so it's really good I mean it did start on Sunday when I was at work and when we were trying to return an item and when I opened that item a big fuck off moth hit me in the face like some kind of silence of the lambs bullshit moth hit me in the face I was like you know what it's not going to be the one this week (laughs) I was right from that moment I was 100% right it's just been downhill from there Right, I've stopped being a negative Nelly now. I've, <laughs> I've ranted about it. We're done. The good things that have happened to me this week is... I say it's a good thing. I feel like I've had a revelation. And I was telling Laura about this yesterday and she was like, I think you're having a breakdown. This is not normal people behaviour. And I think it's revolutionary. So, a couple of weeks ago... <laughs> I, I appreciate this does sound like a mental person's thoughts but I promise like I'm very serious about this 
a couple of weeks ago, I accidentally wore my pants the wrong way around, like back to front. But they were so much comfier than any any other day. So since then, I've been wearing my pants back to front, and I think it's much comfier. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's just so much. It's just so much better. My life feels like it has been revolutionised now that I'm wearing my pants the wrong way around. Or is it the right way around? Is this the way I was meant to be wearing them all along? And before you ask, no, I do know the way that pants are supposed to be worn. This isn't actually the way they're supposed to be worn all along. But I do believe that it's the superior way. A hundred percent. It's so, so much comfier. They're not as low as at the front. It's not as annoying. Fit better. I just, I am very blown away and it's changed my life and I feel passionate about this don't mm, if you're wearing like a thong or something like that I wouldn't recommend on that front the wedgies would not be the one but any other type of pants honestly cracking 10 out of 10 it changed my life I feel passionate about this and I was telling Laura the other day and she was just like this is just actually insane. I thought, she was like, I think you need a day off and just some time to yourself to really think about things so you're not doing all these ridiculous things and finding yourself fully committed to them. But I think she's wrong. I think she's just not tried it. She's not living right. Because now that I've decided this, it's been about two weeks now, and now that I've decided this, I think my life's just going to get instantly better. It's all it's all uphill. Uphill? All uphill from here. <laughs> and I just, you know, just trying to spread the word. Just want everyone to feel a comfort in their lives. Okay, so that that did genuinely sound insane and a bit of a weird ramble, but I stand by it. <laughs> I stand by it, but we'll swiftly move on. So a few weeks ago, I asked Laura one of my many many questions, as I frequently do, and I asked her, "What is your favorite X Factor winner's song that has ever been?" And she didn't have an answer for me straight away, which I thought was kind of weird. Why don't you think about these things all the time? But ever since then, I've been thinking about what's the order of the best ones? The X Factor's done now. Big Simon said no more. So there's only 16 songs? 16 songs? 15 songs. There's 15 songs. And I thought, well, I've got some time. Why don't I put them in order of the (laughs) of how I feel personally they rank. I would like to say this doesn't have any reflection of any of the people. Um, It's absolutely nothing to do with them. It's also nothing to do with any of the songs they've released after. It's just based off that one song. I also listened to this in the gym. I sat (laughs) in between sets. I would listen to all the winners' songs. Made a lovely playlist. It was great. And then I ranked them and wrote some wee notes about specifically why I thought they should go there. So it may be influenced by how I feel it helps with my workout slightly. Potentially it might be influenced by how I feel it, you know, gave me some encouragement. But I feel like that's what a X Factor winner song's supposed to be. It's supposed to egg you on and you're supposed to feel hyped up. You're supposed to be like, you know what? I could win it. I could win the X Factor. You're meant to watch that song and see all the pictures of them as a baby with their family and now they're winning the X Factor and it's a beautiful moment. That's what they're supposed to make you feel. So they're supposed to be like hyped up songs. So really, the gym is probably a good place to listen to them. So, 
without without further ado, here's my list. Because nobody asked for it, but I feel like it's necessary in life. Of all the X Factor winners, singles. In last place, I'm sorry to do this, but somebody had to come last. It's Big Matt Terry, I'm sorry. And he's got When Christmas Comes Around. And honestly, what I had to say with it, it was too sad. I don't want a winner single that's too sad. You're supposed to be encouraging me. I'm supposed to be applying for next year so that Simon has more, you know, great winners. Got more people encouraged to do it. I meant to look at you and be like, you know what, I could do that. I just didn't feel that with Matt Terry. It was too sad. And it was also a Christmas song. I do feel bad for the loon. I'm sorry. I feel like he was cheated by being a a Christmas song. I just don't feel like, you know, he really got the best straw there. So I do feel bad for him. But sadly... Christmas song means it comes last because I can't really belt it out other times of the year. And you know, I need encouragement all year round, not just at Christmas. Christmas has got enough encouragement. We've got Christmas films, it's fine. I don't need it. I need it all year round. Next, I've got Louisa Johnston. And I'm so sorry, Louisa. This was depressing as shit. Oh god, I had to stop it in the gym, otherwise I was going to cry. And I appreciate it was like for a charity or something. So that's nice, you know, that you got one up. But, oh my god. Jesus, it was sad. Was not giving me winner's single vibes. I was not feeling any vibes other than straight up sadness from that Louisa Johnston. Thank you so very much. Moving on, we got Mark Cardell, When We Collide. I didn't really have anything to say about this, which, you know, is why it's quite low down. Because I don't, I don't have anything to say about that. That's quite upsetting. I did say I just preferred the original. Sorry. I know you didn't choose the song, Matt, but I just, oh, it just, just wasn't for me, that one. So, sadly, <laughs> coming in third last. The next one that I've got, I've got Dalton Harris. And I, I will say, first of all, sorry, Loon, but I've never heard of you from before today. I did not realise you'd won the X Factor. Again, I feel sorry for you. I think you just came in at the tail end when it was kind of drifting off. It wasn't at peak height of X Factor when it was like the biggest thing in the world. I feel like you just missed out there, but you seem you seem nice enough. Um, his song was The Power of Love. Fine song, but again, it just uh, didn't get me really hyped. I wasn't feeling buzzing. I like the Gabrielle Applin version. You know, but it's it's too sad. Far too sad. I don't need that. I don't need that. I need the motivation. Also, I felt it was actually pretty fucking rude that James Arthur jumped on that with him. James Arthur, you have an X Factor an X Factor winner single. Why are you why are you jumping on somebody else's? Why are you taking his limelight? Boys just won the X Factor, right? Leave him be. He can do it without you. God. Stop trying to steal everybody's thunder. Why'd you have to be the only person on this list that's got two? Seems selfish. Quite rude, actually. So, that annoyed me, but I'm sorry, Dalton, it wasn't your fault. Right, my bad. And at 11, and I, oh God, I feel, I feel very guilty about this one. I feel very bad and upset, but it's got to be a little mixed cannonball. I'm sorry, gals. I really love yous. I think yous are 10 out of 10, and I want to be your best pal. Right, I do. I want to be your best pal. I appreciate this isn't the best start, putting you quite low on my list. But, you know, if we can get over this, we can maybe meet up and we can talk about it and why it's so low. But I just... 
love the gals, but it's not for me. Didn't give me any kind of hype value. There wasn't really any massive moment. I feel like there's got to be that one massive moment where it's like really powerful and really emotional. I just didn't have that from the gals there. Too sad again, but it does show, you know, the gals have some absolute bops nowadays. You cannot deny that Little Mix have some absolute bops and I look to them for the real getting me hyped up value. So, you know, this one's just fallen short of the mark, but it does show the growth for them and that they are clearly much better without Simon. You know, it's all up since Simon's gone. He made that decision, not them. So, if anything, nothing against you guys, Little Mix. Love yous all. But it's mostly against Simon Cowell. We'll blame him for that one, all right? It's not for yous. You you don't take that personally, gals. It's not for yous. We're still best friends. <laughs> Please let me be a member in your band. <laughs> I'd bloody love to be a member of Little Mix. Can I sing? No. Can I dance? Not like them. <laughs> Do I look bonny? Not even. I don't even make the effort to. I don't even try. I'm so sorry, gals. I don't know what I'd even bring. Probably not as fun as you did either, but I'll hang about. I'll make yous look better. You know, if that's even possible. I don't know, I'll hold your bags or something. I don't know, I'll be useful for something. Anywho, moving on from that desperate attempt to befriend Little Mix. At number 10, oh, top 10 now. Uh, I've got Something I Need by Ben Howaney. Howaney? Oh my god, Alex, can you speak words? Ben Haynow. Howaney. That's not his... I'm so sorry, Ben. His name is Ben Haynow. Like um, Lizzie McGuire would say. Hey now, hey now. That's his name. I heard he's named after that Lizzie McGuire song. Um, I had to say this song is actually quite a bop, but I'm it's number nine. No, it's not number nine. It's number ten because, all right, I just don't feel it's as cheesy as I expect from an X Factor song. It's not. It's a good song, but I did forget that I was listening to an X Factor winner's song. You know, it was nice. It was a good song. But I felt like I kept being like, why was this got into this playlist? Oh, it is an X Factor winner. It was very confusing. It didn't give me the full cheesy, motivational vibes that I needed. But it was a nice song. So if anything, it's kind of good that it's slower for them. Kind of. I think it's a compliment. Anyway, moving on. In at number nine, got Steve Bruchstein. Against All Odds. Steve, my guy, you started this whole thing off. You were the original lad. So for that, you got points. All right. Great guy. Good tune. Good tune does get me quite typed up. Not as good as the others. That's all I have to say about it. It's the original, but it's not as good as the others. It's got the right vibes. It gets me hyped up. It's got that big moment. I can picture it. I can see all of the pictures floating past. Beautiful. Love that for you, Steve. At number eight, I've got Sam Bailey. I don't feel very attached to her. It gives me reasonable levels of hype. Uh, her song was Skyscraper, which was originally a Demi Lovato song. Mostly, I put this quite low down because it's unachievable for me to sing to. I want something cheesy that I can sing along to with passion, potentially at karaoke. I can't do that, Sam Bailey. I appreciate you're a lovely, lovely singer, but you're also clearly a show-off because I can't do that. And I want to feel like this is achievable, that I can win the X Factor. And looking at you, I don't think I can, okay? So, good song, nice song, can't deny it's a good tune. However, unachievable for me to sing in any key at all. So, upsettingly, she's in at number eight. Alternatively, we have in at number seven, 
James Arthur with Impossible. It's quite good for belting out. It's different to Sam Bailey because I do feel it's a bit more achievable. I'm not saying I could sing it, right? I'm not I'm not saying that. It's not my most achievable on this list. We'll get to that later. But I do feel like, you know, for the most part, if you're out in the pub and somebody had that on the karaoke, I could I could see everybody singing along to it. It does get me quite hyped. It's quite it's just quite a good tune. I'm quite yeah, I see it. I like that. You know what? I like the message. It's very X Factor message. It's great. In at number six, because this song, there is no denying, you cannot not boogie to this song. Are you kidding me? Raksu. Raksu's song is so bloody catchy. It's so catchy. Do not tell me you don't listen to that song and think, you know what, I actually do need to bust a move right now. It's mesmerising. How is it that catchy? I don't understand. They also seem like nice lads. I don't know what they're doing now, but that one song, cracking, 10 out of 10. I hope they're doing well. <laughs> it's so catchy. It's lo- minus points because, again, the cheese factor. I forgot that I wasn't listening to an X Factor playlist. And unfortunately, that's the game that we're playing here, Raksu. We're not playing Does This Song Make Me Want to Really Dance. It's Does This Song Make Me Want to Get Up on the Table and Bail It Out Using My Drunken Bottle as a Microphone. And unfortunately, it doesn't. It does make me want to move my hips, though. So, you know, you see, you win some, you lose some. And at number five, Alexandra Burke with Hallelujah. It's a good sing-along. You know, it does, you know, everybody thinks of Shrek now. I feel a bit, you know, Alexandra, you're always going to be second best to Shrek, aren't you? Nobody, nobody's ever going to beat Shrek. I know it's not Shrek that's singing it, okay? Don't get that. But, you know... Minus points for minus points for that. But again, great gal. Um it is still quite unachievable for me to sing, which is a bit rude. Again, showing off but Alexander Brick, you also do have some cracking bangers. But unfortunately I couldn't take them into account on this playlist. It's a good song. It's beaten by Shrek and I can't sing along to it that well. But it does give me real X Factor vibes. It gives me real, real X Factor vibes. And at number four now Number three and number four, I had a serious toss-up about. These were the ones that I was worried. I was thinking about it a fair amount. And I, when I say that, I'm not exaggerating. I generally was like, oh God, what one do I put where? Because I take these decisions seriously. <laughs> so we nothing else to do. Anyway, so number four, I went for Joe McEldry. And it was the climb. Now, the reason this is lower is because I obviously prefer the Miley version. Obviously, from the iconic Hannah Montana film. Absolutely unreal song. It gets me unbelievably hyped and far too much belief in myself. I don't need that much belief in myself. I don't think anybody needs that much belief in themselves. But when I listen to The Climb, I've got all the belief. I went from zero to a hundred real fucking fast with that song. (laughs) I'm ready for it. And I just don't think that's actually very safe. I don't think I should have that much belief in myself. So minus points for being a literal safety hazard. But obviously, great tune. Great X Factor vibes. Very cheesy. Just unfortunately, I do prefer Miley's version. And there's a couple other reasons why he's last. Why he's last? Why he's lost out. To number three, which is Leon Jackson, When You Believe. I love this song. 
what an absolute banging tune. Leon Jackson. It's an iconic tune for the X Factor. It beats out the climb for the reason that I think it's the most achievable song on this list to sing. I don't know if you agree with this, but when I listen to Leon Jackson singing it, I think that seems achievable. No, that statement does not mean I think I can sing. I definitely can't sing. I definitely can't sing as well as Leon Jackson. However, it feels the most achievable. It feels like I'd get there more than I'd get there for Hallelujah. You can. There'd be a, a big difference. People but like, it's passable, you know? So yeah, very close with Joe McKeldry. But I just, oh, what a tune that is. Good on Leon Jackson. Also, I don't know if this is a fact or nay, but somebody years and years ago told me that uh, Leon Jackson entered the X Factor as a joke with his friends or as a bet with his friends and he won it, obviously. Obviously he won it, Alex. Um, so I've been going about telling people that for years and I have absolutely no idea whether that is truth or not. So on the first instance, if I've ever told you that, I'm sorry, I don't actually know if it's a fact or not. That's my bad. And if you've then told other people, I'm sorry, I don't know who you're telling, like, and I don't know why I'm telling so much people. I have told quite a lot of people that fact. I have absolutely no way to back it up. Not at all. So if you are Leon Jackson, if you know Leon Jackson, please get in touch and let me know if that's true so I can continue telling folk. And that's the reasons why he was number three, right? I like the fact about him and I do, I do really love when you believe. What an absolute tune. In at number two, and it's because this gal, she is the queen of the X Factor. Leona Lewis, a moment like this, there would not be X Factor without Leona Lewis. I know she wasn't the first one, it was Steve, but when I think of X Factor, I think of my gal Leona Lewis. I just think she is the face of X Factor. She smashed it out. A great song, very iconic, gets me extremely hyped up. But it gets me, I don't know if I'm emotionally hyped, am I going to cry, am I going to dance, I don't know. But I'll be waving my hands in the air while I do either. I like it. Leona Lewis also seems like a great gal, hope she's doing well. But I just think, you know, when I think of X Factor, I think of her, it can't not be. It can't not be top two. And in at number one spot, this was, I didn't even have to listen to it again, there was no questions about this. Anybody that thinks differently can come and fight me. Shane Ward, that's my goal, is an absolute fucking classic. I'll have nothing bad said about that song. It is the best X Factor single ever. Absolutely great. I have no shame about still listening to this. Not a single bit of shame. So sometimes in the gym, I get a bit of fear that people can hear what I'm listening to and they're judging me for it. I don't know if other other people do that if they're normal, um. But a lot of the time, I get, I'm listening to tunes in the gym and I get fear. I'm like, oh my god, they can hear me. They 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 know I'm listening to something shite. They're judging me for. I don't know why. I just get panicked about it. I had no shame. I was listening to Shane Ward. That's my goal, and I had absolutely no shame about it. I was tempted to connect to the speaker and get it blaring out, because if you don't like that song, then I don't like you. It's an absolute anthem. There is nothing wrong with that song. It is absolute perfection. None of those other songs even come close to it. It's a banger and it is a karaoke classic. I can fully see myself on a table singing that out. We karaoke mic in hand, doing the whole Robbie Williams leaning the mic out. I think it's great. Shame Ward, that's my goal. 
it's not even just the best X Factor song, it's just one of the best songs ever made. Facts. That's <laughs> straight up facts. I have nothing else to say about it because all I have to say is great things. I love you, Shane Ward. I also bought Shane Ward's album after he won the X Factor. Probably purely based on that's my goal. But I think, I 100% think it's the best one, alright? I have nothing else to say because I just can't explain how hyped up that song gets me. It's got the perfect like big moment. I feel like everyone is easy to sing along to. It feels quite achievable. Perfection. Absolutely smashed that one out of the park. So sticking with the X Factor theme for this week, we'll go with an X Factor themed fact. This week's fact that the most popular songs ever throughout X Factor's run have been Somebody to Love and I Have Nothing, which have appeared eight times throughout the show's years and years of running, and Somebody to Love appeared three times in the 2014 series. Why would you not be like, that one's sung, score that off? And you'd be like, oh, so-and-so sang that last week, I might not do that. No, no, three times. I don't know how interesting that fact is. There wasn't very many interesting facts about the X Factor. It was just, you know, mostly they were about Simon Cowell, which isn't particularly interesting. But if you have anything interesting to say about either you wear your pants backwards and you agree that it's the way to live your life, or if you have a better list of the X Factor songs, I would say it will only be better if Shane Ward's still at the top. But hey... Also, if you want to take me up on my offer of fighting me um, about Shane Ward not being the best one, then feel free. You can get in touch with me on Instagram at Alex underscore Ross or Twitter at Alex C underscore Ross. And you can make a justified argument for why you think any would be better. But I will swiftly shut you down. I will speak to you all next week where I will hopefully have <laughs> maybe something, something more normal to say. <laughs>